What is up, my friends, and welcome back to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. This is episode 108. I'm your host, Jay, and today I am rolling solo as my better half is out of town. And as you can tell from the title of this episode, I got two huge announcements I got to cover that you guys definitely have to take advantage of. All of that and more right now on the Vegas Confessions Podcast. Let's go. Hey there, everyone. This is Nat Bridget, and you are listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. Didn't we go to my favorite dive bar before that? We went yeah. to Double Down. Double Down Saloon. <laughs> yeah, we had some ash juice. I am all about ash juice. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go check that room. There's like a dead guy in the in the bed. And the, the lady at the counter says, well, we'll call housekeeping. Like <laughs> housekeeping? Jay's never met an asshole he didn't like. <laughs> Shout out to the guy at third base at the blackjack table I was at last, who was obviously trying to keep a high-low count, but was mouthing the numbers as the cards were being turned oh, over. Be careful what you say, because we can have you whacked. Okay, I'm Nicky Fermich, and you're listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. So before we jump into anything, I do have to give some huge shout out to all of our Patreon members on our shout out tier. Eric Rosenthal, David Sowell, Graham from the Sheftimony Podcast, Blaine Riff, Joshua Palmer, Rick D, Scott and Lisa Wingfield, Scott Jarvis, Taylor Jew, Michael Traeger from the Zortcast Podcast, and Travis Atherton. Thank you folks for supporting this podcast and being on our shout outs here in our Patreon memberships. We appreciate you. All right, so the first thing I have to cover is I am excited to announce there is a new deal for you guys to take advantage of. Now this is whether you're a tourist or a local, and this is also at one of my favorite places in Las Vegas to hang out, at the Sand Dollar at the Plaza. So here's the deal. If you go in and you show the Vegas Near Me app, and you go in the deal section of the Vegas Near Me app, we now have a deal where if you buy a cocktail or a beer, you get half off the pizza that they serve there in the sand dollar. Again, this is made by Pop-Up and is some of the best pizza that you're gonna be able to find in Vegas. It's definitely up there in my top five slices and you will not be disappointed. Now again, if you try the Sure Shot pizza, you're definitely gonna leave happy, but no matter which ones you try, you can't go wrong. Seriously, I can't even tell you how stoked I am about this deal and to even create something like this inside of the app and work with some of the local businesses, right, in Vegas, let alone start with one of my favorite places. So here's how it went down. I approached Jonathan Josso and the Plaza team with a potential deal that we can throw in the app and help drive more business down there, right? So I was thinking something simple like a slice of pizza and a drink and Jonathan Josso fires back with no why don't we do something special at the sand dollar even better right so now no matter when you go in and you have this Vegas near me app you will be able to get half off the pizza and if you've been listening to this podcast for a while I've told you guys that this pizza is really good how neat is it that we're able to bring you a deal all through this free app my friends i've recommended this free app for you guys to check out it is available on android and iphone and i'm excited to tell you that we're going to bring plenty of more deals like this with different businesses in vegas to help give you new places to potentially visit while on your next trip or maybe even add in a new place and put it on your radar that you might have not even thought of going to before you heard of this right so again that's my goal is to help people 
bring some unique deals into this app and definitely get people to check out places they might not consider checking out before finding and discovering some of these deals. When I tell you you're going to have a blast at the Sand Dollar, I mean it. It's one of my favorite places and I'm there every single night that I'm in town. That enough has to show you. <laughs> so I implore you guys, go get the Vegas Near Me app. Next time you're headed to Vegas, go take advantage of this. Definitely tag us on social media and let us know what you think of the pizza. I'd love to hear from you guys. Again, in the Vegas Near Me app, totally free. Go check it out. Look up your favorite places and check out the deal section. This is the newest deal that we just incorporated this week. How freaking cool is that? So the next announcement I do have to give to you guys is a super fun one. So while in Vegas on my most recent trip, I thought about doing something special in the sense that I'd start recording live recaps of things that happen daily while I'm in Vegas. So I've been recording a bunch of stuff while in Vegas and I'm going to bring them here to the podcast, kind of give you a glimpse, listen of what it's going to be like to catch these episodes on the Patreon side. Now what I am going to do my best at is keeping these stories separate, but these stories are so unique because they're happening in real time. And sometimes when I get back a week later, I forget to mention these in the notes and I realize sometimes they can get left out. Plus, me and Kelly already talked about sitting down, doing some different episode topics where we just do some quick hit and runs, cover some different topics that we think you guys would be interested in listening to. So again, for as little as $5 a month, you can support this podcast and get some bonus content and even earlier releases on all of our content that we do on the Patreon side. But even better, some of these really fun stories. So what I'm going to do this episode is include our most recent Patreon episode number two that I released of some stories that happened in Vegas and if you'd like to catch episode number one, definitely consider jumping on our Patreon membership because these stories you do not want to miss out on. And don't worry, nothing's going to change. We're still going to bring the same reviews, restaurants, places I go visit, shows, different things to do in town. But these, like I said, are going to be in real time recordings while I'm in Vegas, nightly recaps or, or just interesting things that happen. So with that being said, enjoy this Patreon episode and enjoy the laughs because I know I had a good time recording these. And, I, and like I said, if you enjoy it so much, much that you want more considering jumping on our patreon membership because we just released two different episodes with stories that you guys have to catch up on Alrighty, let's jump into patreon episode number two enjoy folks So the first what I do have to start off with is called Grannies on the Las Vegas Strip. So on the first night in town, I go meet up with my friends Enrique and Melissa of the Up Up and Our Way YouTube channel who are live streaming on the Strip. I wanted to go hang out with them and say hi, and they're good people. So I met up with them on the Strip. We were doing some gambling at the link, had a few drinks. And by the time I know it, we're heading back to the Strip to go walk around a little more. And we end up walking towards the link promenade. So as we're walking, we bump into a group of women that are all dressed up as grannies. There's probably 10 to 12 of them, and they're literally dressed head to toe, from wigs to glasses with the connecting beads to old lady outfits to sketchers with Velcros on them. They were head to toe dressed in old lady gear, and they were all there for a bachelorette party. And I know right now you may be smiling, but this is not the best part. The best part is these ladies were in full on act of old women. So they're walking, taking little baby steps and holding their lower backs and hunched over. One even's got this big old pillow in her booty and she's got this big old butt. So every time she walks, it just kind of bounces and she's got this old lady dress on. Like, it's just hilarious, the group of these women. It was just so hilarious. And these girls were out there dancing around and they realized my friends were streaming and so they weren't and so they were even more in character on camera and oh my god once the music was going when we hit the link promenade 
these ladies went wild. They started a train. They had people watching in groups. I mean, it was the funnest spectacle that happened the whole freaking night. And again, the trip was just starting. These ladies were a freaking blast. If you can picture old ladies, like I said, dressed head to toe all over the strip with beers and cigarettes and just having the time of their lives, these were them. Talk about a hell of a trip to remember when you go back and, you know, look at the pictures and think about, hey, remember her bachelor party and the things we did? I mean, I mean, with all seriousness, how do you one up that party? <laughs> so the next one I got to cover is the hot dog guy story. So as you guys have noticed, there's been a lot of vendors lately the last couple of years between clothes, selling knockoff clothes and even hot dog carts where they have their bacon wrapped hot dogs where you can get all kinds of topping on them. Kind of like in any of the ballparks when you go to a baseball game. Right. But now they're selling them on the strip. So I've seen these guys and gals on the strip while I'm out there working. I pay no mind. I don't bother getting food from them. I'm not. I figure with all the food options in town, hot dog cart is probably the last on my my agenda. <laughs> So let me give you guys the backstory to this one. I just finished live streaming with Jordan from the Show Me Vegas YouTube channel. We're walking the strip and we're heading back to the fountains. We end up finishing up the stream at the fountains. And once we're done, we wrap up the equipment. I start walking back and I notice this hot dog vendor at the bottom of the bridge, kind of like kind of around the Bellagio area where, you know, if you go upstairs, you can get on the connecting bridge going over to Caesars or going over to Horseshoe, which was formerly Bally's, right? Well, so so once I was heading back that way, I had realized there was two cops that were getting out of a car to go check on somebody towards the center of the fountains, like somebody they were going to check on, make sure they weren't going to jump in. So they were pulled over and they had their lights on and everything. Well, as I'm walking over towards the entrance to Bellagio to go upstairs, I realize something's happening real loud by me and it sounds like wheels. I then hear like this, and I'm, I look over and the hot dog guy is sprinting as fast as he can by me, going straight down Flamingo, right? He's booking it. And at first I don't pay no mind. I don't think anything of it. But just then I turn around and sure enough, the two cops are walking my way with their flashlights on. And I realize this hot dog vendor, because they don't have licenses, he's gone, right? He's not getting arrested by these guys. <laughs> and so I now walk over to the side and realize I can't see him running no more. Like he's totally gone. And these guys are just taking their time walking over searching through the crowd to see if they could find the hot dog guy, right? And so now I'm laughing because I realize this fool's gotten away. Now there's two other guys that are standing next to me and we're all laughing because we just realized what's happening and here comes the cops all nonchalant looking for the guy. So here we are smiling and laughing, right? These guys are like, see anybody run this way? We're like, nope. Right. <laughs> so I pay no mind. They keep going. They go down Flamingo about halfway down and then they come back. They, they didn't catch him. Right. So he got away. Well, they're walking by and we're laughing this whole time. We're just cracking up. And so we're joking like, oh, yeah, you were with them. Like, hell no, you were with them. Right. And so and so now here come the police officers on the way back. And as we're smiling, right, the police officer had shined his light on us. He's like, you guys sure you weren't with them? We're like, no, wait, what, the, what are you talking about, right? And he's like, oh, all right. And he keeps walking. Well, when he shined his light, he shined his light down on the ground. And when I looked down next to the two guys that were standing in front of me was the hot dogs of this guy from his cart. He had dropped his hot dogs in a box. And so he... <laughs> And the wonder, I, they asked, are you guys with them? And here we are smiling and laughing, right? And then one of the other police officers flashes his flashlight on a box that's sitting next to the two guys' feet. 
apparently the hot dog vendor dropped this box of hot dogs right by these guys. And so here we are smiling at the police officers like, what are you talking about? And we're got hot dogs next to our dumb asses. <laughs> oh, I can't make this stuff up, man. My stomach hurts so much when I realized the hot dogs were by them. Oh, man, it was so funny. I'm telling you guys, you can't make some of these things up that happen in real time. It's so funny. The next one I have to mention is called the backpack story at the convention. Yes, you longtime listeners know, sometimes the backpack causes problems. <laughs> well, this new backpack, as I told you guys, displays videos and signs and all anything I want to put on this new backpack, right? So I'm at two different conventions this week. So while I'm at these different conventions, I have the backpack on and displaying the Vegas Near Me app, and it's a free app, right, for people to check it out. And I'm walking around talking to all the different vendors and people that are in town from different places. And again, I met people from every Everywhere from Turkey, New Jersey, New York, Orlando. I mean, just everywhere, right? Everybody in town looking to find different restaurants and things to do besides this convention when that's over. And so here I am spreading the word of mouth out about the app, giving out cards with the QR codes, letting people see the app in real time and play with it. And if they like it, here you go. It's absolutely free. So just walking around trying to help people that are not from the area who may not know what certain type of it's. So just trying to help people who aren't from the area may not know where certain things are in town, right? And showing them how Uber, Lyft gets them wherever they want to go, if they have turn-by-turn directions, if they have a car, all that kind of different stuff that can reserve restaurants, that can check out the menus, you name it, check out the parking rates at different properties, anything they wanted to do, right? So now I'm at my second convention. I've probably spent three days at each. And so at this second one, day two, while I'm walking in a totally different area of this convention, which was called the ASD convention, and it was just a bunch of vendors and wholesale vendors from all over the world selling different products from from fashion to smoking to tech cash and carry to you name it all kinds of businesses at these conferences and people from everywhere so day two i find this whole different area of this convention that i hadn't been to right so now i'm starting to explore this whole different side and this lady walks up to me she's got this badge we all have badges and it says show manager and she kind of asked me hey i just had a few questions about your backpack and i was like yeah sure she was like well some of the show organizers were kind of curious about you know you being advertising she's like what booth are you with and the company and and i said actually the reason i'm here is kind of letting people know about this free app helping them get their way around town and navigate different things they may want to do you know on their free time and she's like what can you show me and so then i started showing her the app my friends when i started giving her a walkthrough of this app and how it works she basically told me well they asked her to come talk to me to ask me to shut off the backpack i was like okay well i have no problem with that you know i could shut it off that's not a problem. I was like, my main focus was coming down here to talk to local businesses who may not know about the app. And, you know, because word of mouth is so big, I want to make sure we also have these local businesses in the app as well. And she's like, that's actually really neat. I was like, I appreciate that. I was like, we're here to just help people. You know, it's all free. We're not selling anything or any service. And so we just want to help people. And she's like, this is really awesome. She's like, you know, they made me come over to ask you to shut it off. I said, you know, that's no problem. She's like, no, actually it is because I think what you're doing is really cool. So you keep your backpack on. You have a great day. And thank you so much for coming to the convention and doing what you're doing. I was like, what the hell? Super cool, right? <laughs> and now, mind you guys, I don't go to conventions. So this was all new to me this week. 
So, so seeing people from all over the world and different companies and backgrounds and dynamic was really fun, especially when they see, hey, you have something really useful here for them while they're in town. It's super awesome. And not to forget to mention all the different new things you're going to see, but the people you meet and the connections you make there. I mean, it, it says it does take going to conventions to a whole nother level for me because I didn't realize how much networking is happening at these conventions. So yeah, super fun to be a part of. So the following morning, I went over to a breakfast spot called Polaris Street Cafe. I was invited by a local and this guy has a channel. It's called New Yorker in Vegas. He now lives in Vegas. He's going back and forth between New York and Vegas. He's a local. His name's Shane. He's got a YouTube channel called New Yorker in Vegas and he covers different places to go. He just started started it and he just moved back from New York actually so he's actually been in Vegas a long time before moving so he actually knows quite a bit about the town as well so this place was one of his favorite places called Polaris Street Cafe not in the best area not the best looking restaurant and when I tell you it's behind Rio area and you know along the section of hardware stores it's not a great location I will say Bobby G has been there and he told me about this place before. So when my buddy Shane invited me for breakfast and he wanted to collab over a video about the place and include it in his brunch spots, he's like, Jay, you won't be disappointed. And they're both right. This place was awesome, right? But the highlight of this place was a gentleman named Rudy. When I tell you people say hi all the time in different places and all over the place in Vegas, I'm trying to give you an idea where this place is and how little it is because I meet people in the randomest place and it's freaking my favorite, right? <laughs> and so we're in this little restaurant, maybe seats 50 people at most. So while me and Shane are eating, this gentleman comes over from the very next table to us, right? He comes over, he introduces himself, and he said his name was Rudy and said that he's followed me on social media. And he said hi to Shane as well, right? But then he pulls out his phone. And when he pulled out his phone, he had the Vegas Near Me app open on his phone. I was like, dude, this is awesome. I was like, Rudy, where are you from? He's like, I now live here. I just moved here like seven months ago. I said, where from? Fresno, California, of all places. Now, if you're a listener to this podcast, if you don't know, guys, that's exactly where I live and where I was born and raised. That's my hometown. <laughs> what are the freaking odds? I'm telling you. Man, I couldn't make this stuff up. It's freaking awesome, right? And again, shout out to Rudy. He did say we exchanged numbers. He said he'd reach out to me this week. He was going to be in town and we get together for lunch. But yeah, just again, just a small world. Here's another interesting one. The prior night, I had found some keys in front of Plaza as we were coming back from having a Caesar over at the D at Bar Canada. And once we headed back from there, as we were crossing the street, I noticed these keys on the floor, but they didn't look like car keys or house keys. They looked like special keys. So I went and turned them into security and I posted about it on social media. And beforehand, I took some pictures of them, but then I looked them up and I realized they were ATM keys actually that I had found. And there was like six of them. And so an, a slot attendant reached out too and said, thank you that they, they had found somebody who had dropped them at one of the downtown properties and thank you for turning them in. They did get them back from the plaza staff. So yes, I'm very glad they got them back, but like, holy crap, what are the chances of finding ATM keys on the floor outside of a casino in Vegas, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. This is why I wanted to do some of these quick version of these Patreon episodes, because I just forget these little stories and bring them here to the Patreon side, because I know at some point I'm going to forget about them. <laughs> Another 
third place I went to visit this trip was the former Lucky Club, which is now the new Ojos Locos Sports Cantina y Casino. Now, this place was freaking awesome. I'm going to get to a whole rundown of what it was like on the podcast side, but I do want to cover that this place was awesome when they did a renovation of this place. They touched everything up, and I will say that, and it looks a thousand percent better than what it used to. So not only did I want to go check out the whole thing and the new sports cantina and what the food was like and stuff, and the reason I'm adding this story in here is because what makes it more authentic than visiting a Mexican-slash-Latino-themed casino in Las Vegas and showing up with a Tampico in hand, right? (laughs) Yes, that actually happened. (laughs) And yes, make sure you give a good listen to the next podcast episode because we're going to cover the Ojos Locos place in full detail because I think they did a phenomenal job with that place. Plus, lots of very good things to see around the place. Hint, hint. (laughs) So this next story may be one of my favorite ones as well. I have to tell you guys about my new favorite drink, right? Uh, You guys know me. I'm not a huge drinker, but I do try things. And I've seen friends recommend certain drinks and different drinks from all over, right? And some of my friends have even tried to give me some stuff called Molort. I don't think that was a great idea just by seeing people's reactions after drinking it. (laughs) But I do have a give a shout out to Pennies for Vegas. Mark Anderson. If you guys follow him, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. This gentleman's from Canada. Really nice guy. And he always recommends a drink called a Caesar. So now this Caesar's drink, just so you guys know, is kind of like a Bloody Mary, but a Canadian version. Now, I had seen some friends try it on their YouTube channels and review the drink itself. And I thought, ah, it doesn't sound good. I love Bloody Marys. But from what I was told is this drink has clam juice as opposed to Clamato, right? And so I was like, okay, well, let's try it. So the first night I try it, I try it with my buddy Mike. Now, we're fans of Bloody Marys. We had never tried this, but we'd seen it on people's videos, so we wanted to try it. After trying it, both of us thought this was one of the best drinks we've ever freaking had, right? It was spicy, it had a kick, and it made you want to keep drinking it. A couple days later, I ran into my buddy Eric Rosenthal, longtime listener, Patreon supporter of this podcast, and and former co-host of the podcast here. He just happened to be in Vegas when I was in Vegas. We ended up meeting up that night and trying one of these drinks after after we went up to Bar Canada. Now, now a little bit of a background, if you don't know, I love Bloody Marys. I had asked Eric, do you like Bloody Marys? He said, yeah, they're not bad. And now the only reason I asked him because it was the only kind of thing I could equivalent it to, right? So we head over, Eric tries this drink and he thought it was absolutely the best drink he's ever had. He's like, Jay, I think this may be my new favorite drink. I said, Eric, I said those exact same words and here we are coming to Vegas so much and we've yet to try this place or this drink, right? So that's it though. In Vegas, there's so many options, so many different drinks, so many different bars, clubs, lounges, things you can go check out and do. And some slipped through the cracks. And this one, I feel, has slipped through the crack. It's $11. It's one of the best drinks you will ever have. If you're in the Bloody Marys, if you like spicy drinks, this is up there with the best of them. So again, Pennies for Vegas, hell of a recommendation. They're only available at Bar Canada that I could find right now. And the guy who has holes in his ears, stretched ears like I have, he makes the absolute best ones. Tell him you want it spicy. Every time we went back, he's like, you're back again? He recognized us and what was funny is some of the other bartender ladies started to recognize us as well because we were coming 
coming back nightly just to have this drink. And the reason I mentioned the bartenders is pretty specific because the gentleman with the stretched ears makes the best Caesar. It's spicy and again, it makes you keep drinking it. It's delicious, guys. If you end up downtown, check out the D, go upstairs, check out Bar Canada, order a Caesars, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And it was funny because Eric was like, Jay, I drink for the effect. This is delicious. I could drink this and enjoy it. <laughs> so the next story I do have to mention is going to be why you don't want to mock Las Vegas police officers. <laughs> so this was the night of the rock and roll marathon. The strip was closed. Everything was closed to about midnight, maybe a little later. But everything around the area just gets clusterfucked, right? So it, it gets bad. Like, it took me an hour and a half to get from Ellis Island to George's house, which is 15 minutes away from the strip Gen on a regular day, right? Like, it was that bad. So I'm headed to go meet a friend over at Ellis Island that night. So we're going to eat dinner about 8 o'clock. Luckily, I just happened to be early leaving one of these conventions, and I happened to be driving on Paradise heading south, right? So as I'm heading south, I noticed the whole area in front of the Mardi Gras Hotel and Little Casino is all blocked off with police tape and everything. So I noticed something's going on, and then there's no traffic. So they're signaling the traffic to go right. Well, one guy is yelling at a police officer from his car. Where do we go? What the fuck are we supposed to do? Now he's like getting irritated because traffic's barely moving. The cop doesn't know where to really send him. So now he starts taking it out on him. And so this guy's in a Honda and he's braiding the police officer now like, where do you fucking want me to go? What are you going to send me, bitch? Right? Like, he just kept braiding the police officer. Hey, where do you want me to go? He's got this little Honda and he keeps telling the police officer, where are you going to send me, bitch? I don't know where the fuck to go and blah, blah, blah. Now, the police officer, he is also trying to help other traffic and other people. Hey, just go down this way. And now, the guy's just yelling from his car. He's creating a big scene. And finally, the police officer has had it. He's like, hey, why don't you just shut the fuck up and your beat up rice beaner. <laughs> He's like, that's why you got a yellow sticker on your car because your shit's not even registered. Don't talk shit to me if you can't bring it, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, it was hilarious. Like, it was the best and the best way to just shut this dude down and shut him the hell up to keep him on going and keep traffic flowing. <laughs> <laughs> just listening to these stories I have a huge smile on my face and that's the kind of stuff I do want to start bringing to you guys more just infrequent stories things that happen in real time and like I said a lot of the stuff flies over my head because there's just so much that's happening and if I can record these in real time I'm definitely going to bring them to you and if you want to laugh definitely check on the Patreon side where I'm going to be uploading more frequently and bringing you more content I do really hope you guys enjoyed this Patreon version of the podcast where again i think if you guys enjoy it you guys will find a lot more fun stories that we've been releasing all week on that side as i started recording in real time in vegas which was really unique and i thought you know what this is what i should have been doing a long time ago my friends i encourage you go check it out again i appreciate you guys hanging out with me today but i did want to share this with you guys because i figured you guys would get a good laugh at some of these stories and if you are interested in joining our patreon membership i will include the links in the show notes below so again i appreciate you and until the next episode episode, my friends. Cheers. Cheers.